0: You're listening to an Accent Productions podcast.
1: All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Moo D&D. This is a very special episode. It is profs only today. What, what? I am, uh, you're not so humble, Dungeon Master. More like the has no clue what she's doing, Dungeon Master, Prof Mac, a.k.a. Rachel McKelvey, and I have... Two special guests with me in the studio today. If you guys would like to introduce yourselves, and uh, yeah, we'll get started from there.
0: Hello everybody, Professor Riley Steffi of the Bible and Theology Department. This is my first time. I've never played D&D before, but I got a semi-thorough emergency SOS explanation from my fiance Jonah last night, so we'll see how this goes. And I did promise him I would let everyone know that he got the word alone two tries.
1: Nice. That's, that's, that's it for me. Congratulations, Jonah. <laughs> that's
2: right. awesome. Uh, Professor Bobby Moss, also in the Bible Theology Department, so it's cool that we're the ones representing here. Oh, I don't yeah. know what that is, but um, <laughs> here we are. Um, I'm definitely a huge fantasy, sci-fi type person, but it's uh, been a little while since I played D&D. Played it a couple times in my life, but... It's been a minute, so we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. But I'm excited. It's going to be pretty cool. And I got the Wordle in three tries, so I uh, oh, respect I it. Yet.
1: I haven't done it yet today either. So nice. I right.
2: won't we'll, we'll try to drop any clues or anything then.
1: <laughs> okay. I've got like my go-to words. I don't know if you have.
2: Mine's
0: smile every
1: day. Okay. Mine's right. And then hymns is my second go-to. Ooh-hoo-hoo. Mine is stare. S-T-A-R-E.
2: Oh, okay. So get those three consonants and two vowels.
1: Yep. Oh. Well, there you go, students. If you wanted to know <laughs> how we spend our free time, <laughs> yes, playing Myrtle. Kind of
2: you know, never really know what's going to happen.
1: <sighs> never. All right. Um, also, just a note to you, DMs out there. Uh, my goal is to frustrate you as much as possible. So, you know, we are doing some home brewed root home brood rules. We're making things up as we go. So um, if you want to yell and shout about how I don't know the rules, you're absolutely correct on that. <laughs> we're just here to have fun. Um. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we are going to get started. Uh, just so those listening know, we're going to kind of talk through what happens as we go, both for my sake and also for our players here. Um, But we're going to take ourselves to a fantasy world um, set deep in the British-American, South African-Asian, Australian world um, (laughs) known as (laughs) Chi-Town. Not Chi-Town, but Chi-Town. Yes, absolutely. Um, Where there resides a school. Uh, For those who are attempting to learn magic, you must be invited to join the school. And that is where we find our lovely students at the time. You are at a place called Mogwarts School for Magic. Um, Yeah, you know, little copyright issues there. (laughs) Um, Well played. (laughs) I do what I can. I know any student who knows me is not surprised that this is what's happening right now. Um, but you find yourselves, both of yourselves, um, surrounded by darkness. And uh, Professor Moss, or Bane Melliflua, I believe.
2: That's what is, the generator came up with.
1: Yes, is your character name. Uh, it is darkness. You find yourself surrounded by darkness. You slowly start to realize that you are a body, that, that you're kind of coming to consciousness here. Um, as your hearing comes back to you, you hear the sound of muffled rustling and you start to reach out and find your hands meeting uh, another body, another um, fleshy extremity of a hand and so and you grab at it. As you start to blink open your eyes and you get ready to shout for help, all of a sudden a hand comes over your mouth. Shh. You hear a familiar voice. Um, it is that of Professor Mac Gonnagal. <laughs> Who says, shh, don't move. Lumos. And suddenly your world is filled with light, and you find yourself standing face to face with Professor McGonagall. She says, hurry, help me wake Florence, but be as quiet as possible. So, you turn to Florence, and you help to gently shake her awake, uh, where Florence, you are greeted in a similar fa- fashion with Professor Matt Gonigal, um, who wakes you up. She turns to both of you and says, are you okay? What do you say? She says what? Are you okay?
2: I'm very confused.
1: <laughs> As one would expect. Florence, are you okay?
0: All I can hear is my own heart beating.
1: That's understandable. So listen, the school is under some sort of attack at the moment. I'm not 100% sure what happened, but you were the only two that I could grab in time. All I know is that everyone was eating at uh, dinner when a bird flew through the school, releasing some type of aerosol spray. Luckily, I was late to the meal when I saw the two of you walking down the hallway. You were affected by this aerosol spray, but I was able to quickly use the sleep spell on you and drag you into my hidden closet. So right now, no one can find us, but something is going on. It appears that the other students' and teachers' minds have been turned, that they are uh, either wandering around aimlessly or will attack if, if aroused in any way. We've got to stop this. One can only expect that it is... Uh, Our greatest enemy, Moldemort, who is attempting to take over the school. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously. So, I am going to do what I can to wake the other students, but I need the two of you to take this. And she reaches into her pocket and pulls out a potion. Mm. Uh, This should bring everyone to their right minds. Unfortunately, it's not enough for the whole school. So what I need you to do is to get into Professor Dumble-Job's office and give it to his phoenix, Doc Wash, and let him oh. turn it into an aerosol spray where he too can then fly through the school and put everyone in their right mind. Do you think you can do this?
0: We must.
2: We must, absolutely.
1: We have to figure it out. Alright. Well, not to put too much pressure, but the weight of the school is on your shoulders but I trust you.
2: No pressure.
0: Help is always given to those at Mogwarts who ask for it.
1: That's right. That's right. Okay, well, I don't want to leave you empty-handed. You do have magic at your disposal. And while I don't believe that violence is always the option, I do b- believe that it is better to be safe than sorry. So, to you, Bane Meliflua, who is a part of the Miffindor House... I present to you, the sword of Modric, the the founder of your house, Modric Miffendor. This sword can help protect you.
2: This sword is sweet.
1: <laughs> it is a pretty sweet sword. <laughs> so it's a nice long bow with some jewels encrusted in it, uh, and and it it's got a good balance to it. You kind of the closet's a little tiny, so you can't like do a whole lot of swishing around with it, but. Um, you know, it'll it'll be a great aid when you need it. Um, and she also hands you a crossbow oh. um, just in case you need it. This one isn't special at all. I uh, stole it off of one of our decorative nights, but it will work if you need it. Amazing. And, <laughs> yes. And to you, Miss Florence Hornsberry, who is a part of the Mavenclaw House, I give to you uh, the sling of Morina Mavenclaw. It will help you. You can swing it around in the air and it releases magic stones that can uh, hit the bad guys.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Thank you.
1: Yes. And also a quarter a staff, uh, something else to beat people with if your magic doesn't work. Now, I would encourage you as much as you can to be as quiet as possible. Search the hallways. Be aware that things may not be what they appear in the moment. I've got to go. Be safe.
2: Can we confirm that just to make sure because we just woke up and I have no idea. Still a little groggy. We're in your classroom. Is that correct?
1: That is correct. So we're in the little closet area uh, hidden in my classroom. It looked like a, a bookshelf, but it actually hides things in it. Nice. Also realize I'm turning into my old character's axe You sound Um yes, okay, so in that moment you see uh, Professor McGonagall and she uh says the knock spell, turns the light off of her wand, um peeks out and uh, sees that the coast is clear in her actual classroom and shoes you guys out. So you've now stepped out of the closet. You are in Matt Gonigal's classroom right now. Um, she says, be safe and I'll see you soon. I will do what I can to wake people and, and go to their aid. And um, with that, she steps out of the classroom uh, and you see her dart off um, to the right. Um, she takes a, a right so I guess if you're looking down, it's technically left. I'll speak from the down view of the... So she's going to the left around towards the Muggle Studies classroom. Got it. Um, Great. So you two are left alone in the classroom. What would you like to do?
2: We can't go back to sleep, right?
1: You can't, unfortunately. Can't <laughs> go back to sleep. <laughs>
0: I let's take a right. Let's head towards the potions classroom.
2: Do we want to check if there's anything in the classroom? Do we want to look around the classroom and see if, is there anything Great. we can take with us? Is there anything that would be helpful? Anything broken? or?
1: Great. Yeah. So go ahead and roll a, per- a perception check. So you'll take your D20, which is the most uh, rounded one. Mm-hmm. So you'll roll that. And then you look on your stats. These are in alphabetical order. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll look either, I'll give you either perception or investigation. You can choose whichever number is higher. So what you'll do is you'll roll the D20 and then add whatever number, the modifier that it gives you. And that's your total Got it. number. Yeah.
2: So I can roll that?
1: Yep. So go ahead. 17,
2: 17 plus
1: four. Oh, Okay. Nice. Um, yeah. So as you look around, Matt Gonnegal's classroom is is unchanged um for the most part you see that her chairs and her tables are set in order it's it seems as though nothing has uh been messed with in this room you get the idea that because she was not in the dining room she was able to kind of protect her area um but i will say with a 22 you do um hear some uh shuffling of feet like normally the hallways of Mogwarts are pretty loud and rambunctious with students so it's eerily quiet with the exception of shuffling footsteps that you hear Hmm. um, that don't sound like the gate of Matt Gongle.
2: got it and there's nothing in the room that we would want to acquire or anything like no
1: that. nothing okay. in this room yeah she kind of she gave you everything she had at her disposal in this room perfect um, that doesn't mean there aren't things in other classrooms but right, this yeah. one is is fairly empty yeah
0: got it okay so I think I think our job is to investigate who we hear shuffling
2: we probably would want to know who's shuffling outside before we just step shuffling. out yeah
0: yep. um
1: so you can if you'd like to peek out the door um you'll do that and if you want to try and peek out the door without being seen you'll do what's called a stealth check so you'll roll that d20 again and then you'll add the stealth modifier
0: 17 plus
1: three we're looking at 20 nice okay Oh, those are some good rolls. Glad right, we could show here,
2: show up to show you all how to roll the dice. Yeah, so yeah. This is very
1: impressive. Um, okay, so uh, with a 20, you are able to very quietly mm-hmm. uh, just open the door ever so slightly and you uh, take a look. You don't see anything in the hallway at the moment. Um, go ahead and roll a perception check for me. So that D20 and this time do perception.
0: Okay. And that 50.
1: okay 18 total great so you hear the shuffling coming from uh, if we're looking down from the left the same way that Matt McGonagall went um, but it sounds like the shuffling is going away from you mm. so you don't see anything currently in this hallway uh, you can trust that you probably haven't been seen and the shuffling is going away from you but towards the left-hand side
2: can I ask a clarification question Absolutely. are we standing in the hallway between here in the potions classroom or are we at the crossroads between the four
1: you're actually down at the bottom so right here. Uh, over towards uh, go further to your left that's the door yeah so, so you're right here. there at the door correct Got it. Mm-hmm. at that corner and I'll post the map on the Moody and D Instagram page for people who want to see the map Follow Yeah. yep so you're both there um, what would you like to do
2: to try one of the rooms and see what's, which one yeah. this direction or this direction.
0: If we know that McGonagall and that mysterious shuffler have headed towards the Defense Against the Dark Arts classroom, do you want to follow them if we know the coast
2: is clear? Can you clarify if, which direct, did McGonagall, the left and right, was she going this way toward defense against the arcs, or was she going this way toward potions?
1: Uh, towards defense against the dark arts. I think to help what I'll do, let's just go northeast, southwest, yeah, with north being easier. the Perfect, top, okay. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, I think going north, that sounds good. Yeah, let's go
1: north. Okay. Um, do you want to take, to go west first to go north, or do you want to go east first to go north? Mm.
2: up this hallway yeah, or I think so. yeah less. yeah we want to go this way we go
1: west. you want to go west okay yeah. great um so as you peek around the corner uh going west you um don't see anything so it appears as though whatever shuffling happened wherever mcgonigal went they have since left this portion portion of the hallway mm-hmm. so uh, you can continue straight uh, you could turn around and go back east if you'd like, whichever way you'd prefer there.
2: Can we, what do you think about coming up to here and peeking around the corner and see? Yeah,
0: that was my exact thought, man.
2: So can we go north mm-hmm. and peek around the corner by the Muggle Studies classroom?
1: Correct, yeah. All right, so go ahead and do that. Both of you roll me a perception check, please. Okay. 24. Oh my Whoa. goodness! <laughs> 12 for me.
2: Uh, call me for advice on how to roll dice anytime. Goodness gracious,
1: yeah. Wait, what was yours again, Riley? Twelve. Twelve, okay, great. Um, So, uh, Florence, as you look down the hallway, uh, you don't see anything. You're kind of like, oh, uh, yeah, the hallway seems clear. You're good to go. Um, You, Bane, as you look uh, down the hallway, you don't see anything at the moment, um, but you do notice that... The guy's bathroom. The door is fluttering as if someone maybe had just walked in there. Interesting.
2: Uh, Guys' bathrooms are gross in and of itself, and so I would say let's avoid that for now. Good point. I think I'm I'm still. I'm just curious what's in the defense against the art dark arts classroom. Yeah, I think I am too. If there's anything in there that we can get that would help us with whatever's in the boys' bathroom,
1: yeah. Great. So, are you guys wanting to just go up north and go into the?
2: What do you think? Yeah, let's, yeah, okay. let's go. Definitely. We want to go north into the. We're looking to get into that classroom.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Great. Okay. Perfect. Um, as you continue up north, and you kind of hit the the L shape to take a to go east, in so that you can get into the door of the yep. Defense Against Dark Arts. Go ahead and make one more perception check for me. Yep. Twenty three. Okay. <laughs> Another twelve. Nice. All right. Um, you're both good. You don't. I you swear, don't... I'm shaking it. No. I, to I be listen. Normal. I I'm <laughs> impressed. Sometimes the dice just work in your favor. It's good. There's a reason why I have so many because I believe that some days certain dice work better for you than others. And Very so, good mood. yep. Um, okay. Great. Yeah. So you uh, don't see anything down the hallway. Um, you go ahead and open the defense against the dark arts door. Do you walk all the way into the classroom or you can stop at the door? make another perception check there before you oh yeah walk totally oh, we want to okay.
2: yeah we're, we're we're being yeah. careful here we're yeah not crazy. Okay. <laughs> um 18 18 19
1: 19 great all right um so you walk in and you notice on the if we're looking at the map towards the south end of the classroom mm-hmm. you do see a bit of uh movement in there
2: and we don't but you can't tell us what it is
1: no. It's just the 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 classroom's a bit dark, so you'd have to like walk in there and see. But.
2: Can we do the luminous spell yeah. that McGonagall did? Yeah. Or um McGonagall, sorry. Yes. Mac- I don't know who McGonagall. that other person is. Yeah, <laughs> <Ew. Some weird> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. um also you both have school. you both have dark vision, so you can see in the dark. It's just black and white. So you Got like it. whatever is in that southern portion of the classroom, mm-hmm. it's just like a a mass of things and you know with uh, the professor who teaches defense against the dark arts they often keep animals in their classroom so it's not uncommon that there's movement in there you just there's not a teacher in there right now and you see movement Mm -hmm. so
0: Can we roll for
2: investigation? Sounds like Deadman with his dogs. That's probably who's in that teacher, (laughs) right?
1: Yes. Professor. I'm using real professors names. (laughs) We'll say that Professor Redman teaches Defense (laughs) Against the Dark Arts. I love it. It's canon. Um, Yeah. So you would have to step into the classroom. So investigation means that you're like actually up searching through things. Perception is kind of looking from afar. Um, So if you want to do an investigation check, you can. Um, That's up to you. Think, let's go. I'm all, let's, let's do it. Okay. Let's find out. Let's do it. Great. All right. So go ahead and roll me investigation checks. 15. Great. 11. 11. Great. Um, also Riley, will you just, when you talk, oh, a, yep. yeah, Sorry. You perfect. No, it's harder. To... Um, okay, great. So, uh, as you're walking in the classroom, you see kind of just the normal, there's textbooks out, you see Uh, Professor Redmond's desk that's got all kinds of... Mountain Dew all over it. Mountain (laughs) Dew. Empty bottles of Mountain Dew. (laughs) Empty bottles of Mountain Dew just (laughs) hanging out on the desk. Donuts. Um, As you uh, get closer to that moving mass, Mm -hmm. you see that it is actually a snake. Um, And it's not a snake that normally Dr. Redmond, Professor Redmond, keeps in his office. This is a new entity. Mm. Um, So Mm -hmm. as you walk closer, uh, it starts to rear its head up and it is going to jump to try and attack you guys. So now we're going to do what's called entering initiative. So you guys are going to have to fight this snake. So go ahead and roll your D20. And then at the top of your paper, you've got these initiative scores. So you add that to whatever your D20 is. 19 for me. (laughs)
2: Okay. <laughs> Finally get a bad roll. It's nine. Ah!
1: <laughs> All right, cool. Um
2: I was distracted by the uh, Mountain Dew. Sure.
1: Okay. Great. So Florence, you're going to go up first okay. um to the snake, and you can choose to either use one of your spells towards the snake, mm-hmm. you can use one of the weapons that Professor MacGonagal just gave you. Yep. Um, so, when it comes to fighting, uh, you get movement, which is, for you, your movement is 30 feet. Um, so, each square is 5 feet. So, that's kind of how this works on the map. Okay. Um, so, you've got your movement, you get an action, and a bonus action.
0: Okay. So. Um, I think for my action, I'd like to use my burning
1: hands I'm trying to set up a physical map too so we'll say that for the sake of visual this is the classroom so the snake is here mm-hmm. and then we'll have the two of you so you're we're pretty close yeah so for burning hands I do believe that you have to get within oh 15 foot yeah okay so so maybe that's not it that's, I mean you can use it just know that you're within 15 feet of the thing so okay uh burning hands is a, a spell
0: attack is that correct mm-hmm, I think
1: so. um oh no they have to make a deck save so you don't have to do anything the snake has to attempt to uh dodge out of the way of your burning hands ooh you rolled a 10 for a 12 what is your spell so if you go to the spell page at mm-hmm. the top it should give you a uh Spell save. What number is that? Sorry, I'm looking. Oh no, you're good. It's the other page. Um at the top, the top three, like
0: Oh, got it. 14.
1: Okay, great. So he rolled a 12, which means that he does not succeed. <gasps> so <laughs> uh that's really nice. So he's gonna take three D6 fire damage. So the D six is the normal looking dice. Okay. Roll that three times and then add those numbers together. Ten. Ten? All right. Nice. So you did ten points of damage. So as you um, go and you do your burning hands and this uh, spray of fire comes out, so what you'll do is you'll mark that you used one of your spell slots for the that burning is. hands. Yeah, yeah. Um. So as the fire comes out, the snake tries to kind of like slither out of the way, mm-hmm. and he just miserably fails all but like the last two inches of his head get consumed by fire, and he kind of is like, Shh. He's just hating his life right now. Um, great. Okay. So uh, that is your turn. Would you like to move? So I'll say that you moved 10 of your 30 feet. Would you okay. like to stay where you are? You can move back. You can move to the side. Whatever you'd prefer. I'm
0: going to go ahead and move back. Back.
1: Do you want to move back your full feet? Full yeah. 20 feet? Okay. 10, 15, 20. Okay. Great. Um, up next in initiative order is the snake. Um, who has? let What's my look? He has 30 feet of movement. Um, I think he's going to... Bane, since you're still right there, he's going to slither up to you. What a jerk. I know, right? And he is going to attempt to bite you with his snake maws. Ooh, that's probably not going to hit because it is a nine And if you look on your sheet, what your armor class is? Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. So he misses. So he goes to snap at you and you just like with the quickness of a Miffendor, dodge out of the way. So he snaps pure air. Stupid snake. (laughs) Stupid snake. Awesome. Uh, That is the end of the snake's turn. So it is your turn, Bane. Bane, what would you like to do?
2: I want to hit him with the sword of Gryffindor.
1: Awesome, Gryffindor, Gryffindor, <laughs> yeah, love it. The All better,
2: right. one, the better sword. Sorry. Yes, not obviously. The butter knife I had.
1: before. Um, great. So go ahead and roll your d twenty, and then add what the spell attack modifier. So it should be that plus three. Would you roll
2: a four plus three is
1: seven. Seven. That doesn't hit. Oh. So as the snake. Uh, you go to take the Sword of Miffendor, and you know, you, this is a school for magic, so you don't use a, a ton of weaponry. Right. So just kind of the first hit just kind of whiffs a little bit. I was just um, really
2: excited about the sword. So yeah, I
1: mean, yeah. Yeah.
2: It makes sense. Plus, it's a snake. Come on.
1: Plus, it's, yeah, I totally get it. Um, you do, I forgot, you have a bonus action if you would like to do anything.
2: Well, then in that case, um, can I do a hex on this? Does that count as a bonus action?
1: Um,. It yes being. hex is a bonus action uh, yeah
2: let's do a hex on him.
1: Great and I think hex just stays so he's he's hexed and then that stays up for the next hour um, if you'd like. All right uh, would you like to move it all or say where you're I want to right? move away from him Okay your full movement yes okay All right so I'll say here you're at the door of the classroom. Uh, Florence, you are next. What would you like to do?
0: I would like to. Well, is the snake dead?
1: He's he's looking really hurt. Like he's not he he so good. he's not looking great at all.
0: All right. I think he's hexed. All of his body's charred. I think I would like to check around the classroom to see if there's any goods in there that we can use on our on our journey.
1: Okay. Uh, right. Roll a perception check for me. Yeah. Good idea. 12. Um, you see a lot of empty Mountain Dew cans from Dang Professor Redmond. So, come on. Yeah. Uh, uh, nothing that it appears that you can see. Maybe if you had more time not in the middle of battle. Um, so that is you can do that perception check for your action. So you still have your bonus action and your movement if you'd like.
0: Okay. Can you tell me a little bit about a bonus action? What Absolutely.
1: Is that? Um, so if you have any spells that have that BA which let me look at yours um I don't see any for you yeah uh and then with being a wizard I don't know if you have much you can do for bonus action excuse me So,
0: bonus action is a sneeze. It's a
2: sneeze. Love it. So, but on the fact that she rolled a 12 on the perception, you said there might be other things. Could she do another one to try to roll higher? How do, is, is, I mean, I'm just
1: asking. For yeah. Being ignorant. I, I don't know a lot either. I'll give it to you. If you want to okay. roll again. Yep. Yep.
0: 15, 18.
1: 18. Nice. All right. Yeah. So, with an 18, you look and uh, you realize that. The Mountain Dew bottle was covering up. But if you kind of shift your angle a little bit, you realize that uh, Professor Redmond has a healing potion just hanging out on his desk.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: So if you want, you can use your movement to go over and grab that healing potion. Yeah, we're going to need that on our journey. Great. So you move over. So we'll say like the desk is here. Yeah. Trying to like follow two different maps. You're the A. ten. 15. Okay, so you've got that healing potion. Mm-hmm. If you want, you can write down somewhere on your sheet that you've got one potion of regular healing. And I'll explain what that is uh, whenever you decide to take it. Um, all right, that is your turn. It's now the snake's turn again. Um, and it's going to... Uh, I think the snake's going to come after you this time, Florence, because you were the one that burned it. Well. Okay, that's fine. Um, well, he rolled a natural two, so he's not going to hit either. So he slithers oh, up to you. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, 5, Stupid 10, 15. Um, but takes a, another snap. He's got nothing. In his frustration, he's going to move closer to Bane, but he can't do anything else other than move. So he's within your melee again, Bane. What would you like to do?
2: Um... I feel like I want to try to take out the snake. So far, how much is there a way to know how much health he has left?
1: I can't tell you the exact number, but he's looking like if you could get one swipe in with the sword, you'd probably do him in. Let's do that. Let's okay, try for that. Great. So roll that D twenty again with the plus three.
2: Thirteen.
1: Ah, that hits. So you Woo. will roll with the sword of Miffendor, uh, a D eight, um, or were you using two hands? Would you say?
2: I was definitely using two hands because I was very frustrated from my last time.
1: <laughs> right. Nice. So you use a D10. It's this weird looking one. That one? Yes. No, uh, no, no. Sorry. That's a D12. This one? Uh, the one that, the looks, like one that looks like That oh. this one that looks like that. Didn't have it. Alright. So you'll roll that. Oh
2: no, that's what this is, isn't it?
1: Uh, but that's the percentage one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So roll So one. yeah, roll that and then add three to it. Four. Awesome. Well, he had three hit points left. So <laughs> you take that sword of Miffendor And this time, with the vengeance, you slash through and his head comes clean off.
2: <sighs> feel very much better about myself. Nice. Yes. I love it. Especially the fact it happened in Dr. Redmond's office. So that's good.
1: <laughs> yes, I love it. All right. So... Coming back in, uh, you, Bane, have just mollywopped the head off of this snake. Um, You, Florence, have found a healing potion here in the Defense Against the Dark Arts classroom run by Professor Redmond. Uh, You guys do a quick sweep of the room and realize that there's nothing else to be found. Everything else seems to be in its place. Uh, Whatever creatures Dr. Redmond has in there, they're in their cages like they should be. Everything is copacetic. So what would you guys like to do next?
0: I say let's exit, head up the north corridor,
2: heading east. Uh, Cool. We do have the whatever movement happened in the guy's bathroom. We sure do. Are you interested in
0: tracking that down?
2: I mean... Might as well go big, right? Let's do See it. See what's happening.
0: All right, let's let's head east, and then we'll stop at the guy's bathroom and maybe do a perception check.
2: Yes, the
1: peek in there. I like that idea. A peek
0: in there.
2: Great Good plan.
1: Uh, do you want to walk quietly down the hallway? Normal.
0: I want to do cartwheels down. the... I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Okay. Cool. I'm-
2: Quiet cartwheels. Yeah, let's, be, let's do
1: quiet, <laughs> sneaky cartwheels. Quiet, sneaky cartwheels. I love it. Okay, so you're <laughs> gonna roll a stealth check for me, All right. Um, And that's just to determine how quiet you are going down the hallway. So D twenty again, and add your stealth modifier. At
2: Thirteen. Wow, I'm going the opposite direction on my rolls now. Oh no!
1: Oh, so
2: I'm at a two. Oh no! Oh, sure.
1: Did you roll a natural one?
2: Uh, this. Yeah. Yeah. I had oh, um.
1: Or was it a something higher and then your stealth is a minus? No,
2: I got a one and then my stealth is one. So okay, okay. Cool, oh. cool, cool. Hard two. Oh.
1: Yeah. So in D&D, a natural one is a critical failure. A natural 20 typically, depending on the DM, is either like a critical success or like an auto right? something or another. So I'm what's
2: stomping what's oh, okay. down the hallway.
1: Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you, so you're trying to be quiet and then Florence looks at you and says, hey, watch this and does the quietest stealthiest cartwheel you've ever seen and you Bane are like oh i can top that so you get ready to do your stealthiest cartwheel um, but your foot gets caught on one of the the the, the like knight armor oh, things no. and just uh, you fling it with your foot as you go it your foot kind of catches it as you're cartwheeling i
2: do have big feet
1: yeah so it just clang <laughs> clang like oh, all kinds of noise oh. um So, uh, that happens as you guys are walking down the hallway, you go to go to the guy's bathroom and the door slams open. Um, and there you find the head boy, uh, uh, Dwight Perry, um, who, who is in charge of all of the students and, and make sure that, you know, they're staying in line. Um, and he just looks at you with this empty look in his eyes Uh, And you you get the sense that he probably was infected with whatever this uh, mind thing is. Oh, man. Like at the end of Divergent. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Spot on. Yes. Uh, And he looks and says, what are you students doing out of bed? Thank you all for
2: tuning in and joining us this week. Moody and D streams live on XN Radio every Saturday at 2 p.m. CST, and the podcast can be found on both Apple and Spotify starting the following Monday at 10 a.m. CST. If you missed part of our live episode or just want to listen to the episode again, we'd love to see you over there. You can also find us on Instagram at Moody underscore N underscore D. Again, that's the at symbol, Moody underscore the lettered N underscore and then the letter D. That's all for this week, friends. We love you, and we'll see you in a bit. Bye-bye.